I'm living in the north of Italy, which was one of the first regions that was hardly hit. So on a day-to-day -day basis, there are times where I'm hearing ambulances going around kind of regularly and things like that. And it is scary and it is very real. Um, and it just kind of puts everything into perspective about how um, dangerous uh, this whole virus is. From Uninterrupted, this is Dialed In. I'm Sky Dickinson from the Athlete Relations team at Uninterrupted, a place where we are always having insightful conversations with athletes from all over the world. On this show, you're also plugged in because every episode features a different athlete calling in to share their story about what's happening in sports and society. All right, let's get dialed in. Governments around the world are scrambling to find ways to limit the spread of the coronavirus. Many have imposed restrictions on people's movements. Italy is in its fourth week of strict nationwide lockdown. On the line for this episode is Josh Owens. Josh is a Stanford grad, former NBA G Leaguer and self-described nerd who now plays pro basketball in Italy. And he takes Dawson on the Owens Airlines and dunks it in his face. When the COVID-19 outbreak happened, he made the choice to stay overseas instead of flying back to the U.S. Here's Josh with uninterrupted producer John Fontanelli discussing that difficult decision. He shares his experience as an American quarantined in northern Italy, not knowing when he'll be able to see his friends and family again. Listen in. Josh, it's great speaking with you today, man. How's everything? Everything's good. I'm um, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So we got connected through a mutual friend, Paris, at Uninterrupted, and she told me about this amazing story that you have to share. Before we get into that, uh, could you just give the audience just a brief history of where you're from and kind of, you know, the cliff notes on your basketball career? I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, for the most part. Went to boarding school up in New Hampshire for four years before heading out to Stanford University. Uh, where I spent five years. And since then, I've been playing professional basketball, mostly overseas. I was in the NBA Development League for a year, and then I went to Israel, and then two years in Italy, and then two years in Turkey, and then back to Israel. And right now, I'm actually back in Italy, uh, living in a small town called Reggio Emilia, about an hour away from Bologna, hour and a half away from Milan, in the northern section of the country, enjoying my eighth year of professional basketball. So paint a picture for the audience of what your life is typically like there in Italy. Everyday life here um, is beautiful. Obviously right now we're going through the virus crisis, but for me, the experience is amazing. Just being in Europe, being able to travel, being able to see different cultures, different lifestyles. The city that I'm in, Reggio Emilia, is actually quite uh, rural. It's a really small town. It's actually the city and it's actually the club that Kobe Bryant played for uh, when he was younger and living here with his father. I really don't drive that much unless I'm going to practice or I'm taking a little day trip somewhere. But, you know, I walk outside five minutes. I'm in the center of the town, you know, cafes, amazing restaurants, uh, amazing wines and things like that. You get in the car, you drive an hour. You're in a big city like Milan. You're an hour and a half away from a city like Florence. You're two hours away from a city like Venice. Hop on a plane, quick, cheap flight in an hour, being somewhere in France, being Paris, or an hour and a half, two hours being London, or a couple of hours being Istanbul. Just being able to have th that type of freedom to travel and see so many different parts of the world, um, that's probably one of the most amazing parts of uh, this profession right now. 
It's been about three weeks since American life really started to shift. The president announced a travel ban coming from Europe on the same day that the NBA shut down. Around that time, what was your life like and what decisions did you have to make? For me, starting, I think, the last week of February, we started to kind of realize that Italy was going to have some problems uh, with containing, containing the virus. So the first thing that kind of happened with us is, you know, they started putting restrictions on games. They started putting restrictions on practices. Um, and then once more cases started kind of popping up here in Italy, a lot of guys started making a decision like, hey, I'm not going to stick around here. I'm going to head back to the States. So for myself, the first thing I thought about was from a health standpoint, what did I feel safe staying, staying in Italy? Obviously, we were two or three weeks ahead in terms of contagion. So I figured what we're going through in Italy right now is only bound to happen uh, in the United States in a couple of weeks. So I figured if I stay here and I quarantine, um, I'm probably going to, you know, remain pretty safe. The States obviously at the time didn't have any of the you know, widespread quarantine mandates going on with shelter in place or anything like that. So I felt from a health standpoint, that probably put me at a little bit of a risk, especially if I'm gonna be traveling a little bit. And then after that, I was thinking about logistics. Um, for me, I, since I'm playing overseas, I usually rent a place um, in New York City or in California when I come back from the off season, since the off season's so short, um, to go back in the, middle of the, in the middle of the season last minute and not have any of that kind of set up and in place, that would have been kind of a headache. And then that would mean that I'd probably have to stay with family for an indefinite amount of time. And obviously with the quarantining and everything, I didn't want to put any of my family at risk if I were to be someone that was asymptomatic or something like that coming from a hot spot like Italy. So for me, I said, I'll stay in Italy. I'll ride this thing out. Um, obviously, if the season's going to start again, I'll already be here and I'll be ready to go, hopefully. So for, for the time being, I, I felt safe just staying here. What was the reaction from friends and family in the United States when you decided to stay there during all this? <laughs> um, well, the, the initial reaction was a lot of confusion and a lot of concern. Most of them were saying, hey, like, are you sure about that? Uh, are, you, are you sure that you're going to be safe? And then that slowly morphed into them saying, oh, wait, it's starting to happen here, too. Along those lines, what is your daily life like there now? I'll wake up, I'll have a quick breakfast, a smoothie or something like that. And the first hour of my day is usually kind of catching up with what's going on in the States, really. Um, I'm, I'm responding to messages that I miss while I was sleeping. I'm catching up on updates with regards to what the government and everything is doing there. Um, and then after I kind of have that update, I start my day, um, I, I do some reading. And then after that, I'll do a workout. I have you know, my home workout system of a, a bunch of, you know, TheraBands and things like that. And then I'll take some time to relax and have a good lunch. From there, I'll try to throw myself into some personal projects. And then after that, it's when the East Coast is kind of waking up and then I'm right back kind of responding to family and friends um, on that end. And then from after that, it's, I try to relax and not feed, have feel the need to stay busy. It, it's, it's obviously different for me because my job is basketball and I'm not able to do that right now. I've talked to a lot of friends who are in the States who are working from home and that seems to be kind of a challenge of like always being on and always feeling like you have to be doing something. So for, my, for myself, I've just been doing the things that I've almost always done and trying to stay relaxed and sane, have a good dinner and 
relax and go to sleep, try to get to bed early. In the United States, we've seen some really scary images of overcrowded hospitals and and things coming out of Europe. You know, when you see these images on the news and you see the way that Italy is being portrayed, how much would you say that's overlapped with with your life or how different is your life experience than what we see on the news? It's very real because that's, I mean, that is accurate. I'm living in the north of Italy, which was one of the first regions that was hardly, hardly hit. So on a day-to-day basis, there are times where I'm hearing ambulances going around kind of regularly and things like that. And it, it, it is, it is scary and it is very real. Um, and it just kind of puts everything into perspective about how um, dangerous uh, this whole virus is. A lot of the stories that I've heard about um, athletes, especially basketball players competing overseas is um, the, the common theme, I think, is isolation. You kind of get used to a sense of isolation being a transplant. Would you say that's true for you and maybe that that has prepared you kind of in a unique way for something like this? Absolutely. Uh, talking, talking to friends and family back home, um, that's one of the first things I tell them. That first year or that those first couple of seasons when you're living abroad and you're in a country where you don't necessarily know the language, you don't necessarily have a huge social network, because of that, you spend quite a bit of time alone and quite a bit of time inside. Um, so I, I would definitely say that for sure has prepared me in a sense and um, made this time a lot more manageable. Um, I'm also, I mean, I'm also introverted, um, so I don't, I don't mind being alone from that perspective as well. So for sure, for sure, that 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 has uh, affected things. Obviously, there are much bigger things going on in the world right now, but a topic of conversation every day here is when will sports resume? Uh, so I'll ask you, when do you expect to be able to play competitive basketball again? That's, that's a great question. I, I really don't know. It's all really about kind of seeing how this virus unfolds going through the next three to six months going through the summer. For professional players overseas, we usually are reporting in mid-August. Obviously, I would love I would love to get back to playing. It's been so long, and um, obviously, sport is such a big part of my life. Um, but obviously, the the priority here is everybody's health and safety. So until we get any type of certainty or confidence in that, uh, it's really just up in the air. Right. Absolutely, and understandably so. Um, have you had any conversations with folks about playing in front of empty arenas? Um, and what's your point of view on? on just that general concept of, of basketball teams, maybe throughout the world, playing in front of empty arenas? Playing in front of empty arenas, we've talked about, we obviously talked about it here in Italy uh, as, a, as a possible standard for when we resume um, with regards to health and safety. But it's funny, as I think back to past years and past leagues that I've played in, I've actually played a, a good number of games um, <laughs> in front of in empty arenas due to you know fans being banned um, for being unruly and having um, <laughs> things like that happen, so uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the worst thing. Um, it would it would obviously take a lot away from the experience, and obviously fans want to be a part of the game. But for for a short period of time, if if we're talking about closing out the season, um, I could see I could see that happening. Uh, I'll get you out of here on this one last question. What do you miss most about basketball? What are you looking forward to most <laughs> once you're able to get back out there and play? I was actually thinking about this uh, the other day when I when I was kind of going through my going through this long long um, day of quarantine and realizing that I miss being tired 
I mean, I, I'm, I'm able to do some workouts, you know, in the house um, in near, near my apartment complex, but I miss the feeling of being exhausted and that feeling of competing. Um, so I, I look forward to being able to get out there and do that again, hopefully really soon. But um, uh, I've definitely missed that the most. Josh, really appreciate the call, man. Look forward to talking to you again soon, and I hope you stay safe and and that things really start to turn a corner out there for you guys in Italy. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Dialed In. For more episodes, subscribe to the uninterrupted We Run The Station feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hit us up on social media at Uninterrupted and tell us an athlete you'd like to hear dialed in. Talk soon.